gun style tonight and uh, we'll get done quick and head on over uh, to the fellowship hall. Uh, I do want to make you aware, uh, I mentioned it this morning, uh, when we get over to the fellowship hall, uh, this is how it's going to work. We're going to get over there, judges are going to get in place, uh, going to judge the uh, chili cook-off. Uh, while they're judging the chili cook-off, the kids are going to be doing the games to, uh, to, to win candy and prizes and stuff like that. This is the time for you to walk around. This isn't the time for you to go buy the chilies and taste all the chilies, okay? So we're going to eat the chili after all that goes on. So fellowship first, and uh, we'll do that for just a little bit, and then, uh, and then we'll eat together, okay? So I know that's a little bit different than what you're used to, but I promise you'll live, and um, uh, there's a lot of things that are different, and uh, it's okay. And uh, we're excited about it and looking forward to it, so... Um, uh, so when we head on over there, I know generally what we do is we leave here and go get in line to eat. <laughs> That's not what we're going to do. Just go over to the fellowship hall, enjoy uh, some fellowship uh, together. That's how we call it, the fellowship hall. And so uh, let's, uh, let's do that for a little bit. Watch the kids. They're going to have a great time. Kids are pumped up. I can tell you, I've already seen some of the kids. They're so excited about it. And uh, we've got uh, uh, games for them. We've got candy for them. Uh, we've got a bunch of things. Uh, this is really what this is about. This is about our kids, our community, uh, outreach, and um, we're hoping to have some people here that are not part of our church, and so excited, okay? Excited about uh, heading on over there uh, right after uh, about 7 o'clock when we leave here. I think I got, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, got about 10 minutes, and I uh, just want a little just a continuation on what we're talking about this morning. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we love you. We do thank you for the time that we have together uh, tonight. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to uh, meet over and uh, do our fall festival. Thank you for all the hard work that's been put into it, Lord, and um, just looking to have a great time of fellowship, uh, uh, fellowship together, Lord. Bless our time together tonight in your word, and uh, may uh, you speak to our hearts like only you can. We'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Philippians chapter 4, and uh, we read an entire passage this morning. I just want to read uh, one verse to you, verse that uh, you should be familiar with there in verse number 6 of Philippians chapter 4. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, uh, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And so we're talking about uh, uh, once you once you get right and you get right with the Lord, how can you stay right? How do you stay right with the Lord? So it's harder to stay right with the Lord than it is often to get right with the Lord. And so how do we stay right? Well, we talked about the first thing we need to do this morning is pray right. We need to pray right. We need to have a, a prayer life. Be careful for nothing. Don't be torn apart. That's what that literally means. Stop worrying about everything. We are worrying people. We worry about everything. And uh, 87% of the things that we worry about, we can do nothing about. But isn't it funny that it doesn't stop us from worrying about it? We still worry about it. And so what do we need to do? Don't be torn apart, God says. Uh, give it over to the Lord in prayer. And so we talked about the importance of prayer uh, this morning. And I just want to reiterate that just a little bit uh, tonight, just for a couple minutes when it comes uh, uh, to prayer and the importance of prayer and the right kind of prayer life uh, that you need to have 
in your own life when it comes to prayer. Prayer uh, is important. It's not just important when you find yourself in a pickle. It's not just important when you find yourself in a pit somewhere or when you find yourself at a crossroad somewhere. We need to be we need to be praying uh, before we ever hit those things. If you pray, if you only pray when those things come about, you're praying too late. Now, it's good to pray in every circumstance, in every situation. Don't misunderstand me, but we need to be prayed up when it comes uh, to uh, these things that, uh, that occur in our lives. So think about this with me uh, when it comes uh, to prayer. Number one. We need to pray everywhere. We need to pray everywhere. When you think of prayer, what, what do we often think of? We often think of church, and we often think of getting on your knees, right, when it comes to prayer. But do you know you can pray everywhere you go? You know, so often we talk about this. So often we talk about, I, I, I don't really pray a lot because I don't have a lot of time. And see, one of our problems is we don't manage our time very well. A lot of us, a lot of you, uh, spend a lot of time in your vehicles. If you work and if you go, uh, God bless you, if you have to go in traffic in the morning and again at night, I'll tell you right now, I've just uh, jump off a bridge somewhere. I can't even imagine being in the car as much as some people have to be in the car. But you know, when I get in line somewhere or if I get in traffic somewhere, you know what I do? I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. Half the time, I don't pray. Half the time, I complain. I complain about the traffic. I complain about the bozo in front of me. I complain about the idiot behind me. I complain about the people next to me. And don't look at me like that because I know I've drove, driven with some of you. I know you do the same things. And boy, we just come. When you can stop and you can spend some quality time. Oh, I don't have time to pray. Do you know that they have things now that you could listen to on your phone? You can have the... Bible on a CD that you can put in your put in your vehicle. You can have it on your phone where you can just click a button and you can have just about anybody you want to reading the Bible to you. And we talk about we don't have time because we have in our mindset that if we pray, well, it's at an altar or it's next to our bedside, but we can pray everywhere. Listen to what Paul told Timothy in, in uh, 1 Timothy chapter number uh, 2, verse Timothy chapter number 2, verse 8. I will, therefore, that men pray everywhere lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting, that men would pray everywhere. We need to take time wherever we are, take every opportunity. Have you ever done this? Have you ever been in the middle of the night and you woke up for no apparent reason? And you sit there and you're staring at the ceiling and then you get up and you sit in the recliner and then you count sheep. I don't know who came up with that, but that was the dumbest idea I've ever heard. I, I can count pretty high. I, it's never made me fall asleep. Uh, uh, you try everything you can, and you can't fall asleep. You ever thought that maybe God has you awake so that you can spend some time in prayer? We don't. Sometimes we don't think that way. But listen, we need to take every opportunity that we have to pray because we can pray everywhere. And then number two, we can pray not only everywhere, but we can pray always. We can pray always. I mean, we have got to spend 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17. Pray without ceasing. 
Now, again, we have this thing in our mind that, uh, uh, well, I'd be awfully weird for you to walk around all the time babbling. You know, sometimes uh, you, do, you pray, you don't pray out loud. Every time you pray, you pray out loud? No. I mean, I don't tell me how many times I've said a prayer uh, uh, to myself or said a prayer in a situation or said a prayer before I had a meeting or said a prayer uh, uh, just, and sometimes it's out loud, but sometimes it's to myself. We need to pray. We need to be ready to pray everywhere, and we need to be ready to pray always in every situation. You know, the Bible talks about praying in the morning and praying at noon and praying in the evening. And praying every, every time. It doesn't matter what time of day it is. Now, should you pray in the morning? Sure you should. You know what some of our problem is? We get up on the wrong side of the bed. Hop back in bed. Get up on the other side and pray and start the day out right. When you go to bed at night, pray and thank God for the day that he's given you. So I get it praying in the morning. I get it praying at night. But I'd be praying during the day too. Praying during every situation. One thing that Dr. Shoemaker always taught me, he's one of my mentors, and one of the things he always taught me, if you go and ask Dr. Shoemaker, would you, would you pray about a certain situation? This is what he says. If he tells you yes, he says, let's take a second right now and pray. And, and he'll... You'll bow right there, and he'll pray about that situation. You know why? Because often, you're, if you're anything like me, you have good intentions to pray, but something else comes up, and you get busy, and you forget, and maybe you don't pray about that when, when, you, when you said you would, not because you're a liar. It's just because you forgot. And so if you spend time in prayer, and you're ready to pray all the time, everywhere, uh, it'll, it'll help you in your Christian walk uh, with the Lord. Then lastly, not only pray uh, everywhere and pray always, uh, but pray for everything. Pour, pray for everything. He said right here in Philippians 4 of our text, uh, in verse 6, be careful for nothing but in everything. You don't have to just pray in the difficult times. You don't just have to pray in the times that you need wisdom. Isn't it interesting? Sometimes uh, the only time we pray is when we need something. When's the last time? Think about this. Think about this statement. When's the last time you prayed and didn't ask God for one single thing? Because that's what we think of. When we think of prayer, when we think of prayer, we think that we're asking God for something either for ourselves or for somebody else. When's the last time you prayed and just said, hallowed be thy name? Lord, thank you for keeping me safe on the trip. Lord, thank you for meeting my need. Lord, thank you for bringing me through this situation. Lord, thank you for giving me wisdom. When's the last time you prayed and thanked God for giving you wisdom for not saying that dumb thing that you were about to say? I don't ever pray that because you say every dumb thing that comes to your mind. Aren't you glad you don't say everything that comes to your mind? Man, I'm telling you right now, I'd be in trouble if I said everything that came to my mind. So when's the last time you thank God for getting you out of a, a, a bad situation or giving you wisdom in this situation and just saying, thank you, Lord, with thanksgiving. You don't always have to say, and by the way, it doesn't always have to be a 45-minute prayer. I don't know how many times I've just said a short, thank you, Lord, for looking out for me. Thank you, Lord, for protecting me. 
Thank you, Lord, for getting me through this circumstance. Lord, thank you that I didn't fall in that pit. You, You saw that coming, Lord, when I didn't see it coming. Thank you for helping me avoid that pit. Lord, thank you for this going right. Thank you. But usually what we do is we say, Lord, I'm in trouble. Can you help me? Lord, I got myself in this pickle. Can you help me out? Lord, can you do this? And I'm not saying that's wrong because there's a place for that. But sometimes uh, we forget that we don't have to pray for anything specific. Sometimes we can just, what is prayer? Prayer is communication with God. Prayer is just talking with him. And so do you, do you talk to your spouse? Do the only time you ever talk to your spouse is when you need something? It's not a really, not a really good relationship if that's the case. And sometimes you just want to talk to your spouse because you love your spouse. Sometimes you just want to talk to your spouse because you, because you want to spend some time with your spouse. When's the last time you talked to God just because you want to spend time with them? When's the last time you talked to God, to God just because you love them? Prayer ought to be an integral part of every single Christian's life. You cannot, I almost say this one time, you cannot call yourself a good Christian and never pray. Can't do it. Prayer has got to be, if you're going to stay right with the Lord, you're going to have to have a healthy prayer life. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight thanking you for the opportunity to pray. You invite us. Come unto me uh, and, and pray, God says, and I'll show you great and mighty things. Show us those great and mighty things. Give us wisdom, guidance, and direction. Give us the desire to have communication with you and help us to call upon your name. Help us to pray for everything, always and everywhere. I pray now that you would be with us as we head on over to the fellowship hall. I pray that you would bless the festivities, help us to have a great time together, bless the food. Thank you for those that prepared it. Thank you for all the hard work that's been put into it. And I pray, Lord, that you would, um, most importantly, have the honor uh, uh, and get the glory for everything that's said and done in our lives. We'll be careful to give you the praise, honor, and glory for it. For we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. You're dismissed. Head on over to the fellowship hall. Just fellowship with one another. If you see Matt and Marilorn, make sure you thank them because a lot of this is due to them. God bless you. Good to see you tonight.